here at Gen Con with uh, Stoneblade Entertainment CEO Justin Gary, also co-creator of Soulforge Fusion, to kind of talk about what you guys have at the show and what's new uh, with Stoneblade Entertainment. So why don't you just run me through what you guys have? Yeah, so you know it's really funny. I launched this company 13 years ago at this very show where we released Ascension, and it was kind of the hit of the show, and it sort of started this whole trajectory. And so it's really exciting to come back here and bring the 10th anniversary edition of Ascension here. So we've re remixed, remastered everything. Uh, new art, tweaked a few of the cards from lessons I've learned over the last 10 years, <laughs> right. right? But it's still that classic game experience and to be able to bring that here has been really fun because not only do we get to still introduce new people to it who've never played it, but now I also get to have conversations with people where, you know, I had a, a couple that their daughter, who is 12 now, that they play Ascension with their daughter at, who wasn't bored when the game released. And it's just kind of wild for me. And so kind of the, being able to bring the classics here is one thing I'm really excited about. The other thing we've been able to do is bring in uh, a new twist on it. So Ascension Tactics uh, is a game we brought to Kickstarter. The expansion just went to Kickstarter a few months earlier. You can actually still late back. It's called Ascension Tactics Inferno. And what it does is it takes the core mechanic of Ascension, which is a basic deck building game. You shuffle, you start with a basic deck of cards. You use runes to acquire new cards from the center row. And in Ascension, you would use power to kill monsters. And that's how you got points and that's how you won the game. In Ascension Tactics, instead of using power to kill monsters, use power to command your champions, your miniatures, your characters running around the board. The retail version of the game is available now, and it is uh, for uh, $59.99, and it just uses cardboard standees for the minis, so okay. it's very portable, full gameplay. But the Kickstarter edition, which is still available to lay back, includes really cool, badass miniatures, yeah. and the new version, the Inferno, the expansion, has what is probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever made, but I also love it. It's the Beezle Pug, the Lord of Barkness. It is a giant demon pug yeah. who has a lot of little demon pug swarms that, sw that go around. It takes up three hexes, the biggest mini we've ever made. Um, so it's, it's very familiar with my Kickstarter addiction and the fact that I always get the most ridiculous stuff. Yes. So that sounds right up my it, alley. It is. I, I, I just, you know, my, fortunately my job is I just get to make the most awesome things I can think yeah, of right. and then bring it to the world. And this one is uh, I'm particularly proud of. So really fun game. And, it's, and that, that game is if you know if you're familiar with deck building games at all you you can learn the game in five minutes or less and it has more gameplay in a single box than I've ever designed not only does it have a classic kind of 1v1 mode but you can play solo cooperative three-player four-player there's an entire campaign there's a whole scenario book with a bunch of different scenarios and designs so it is the an enormous amount of gameplay packed into a single box and if you want the super cool minis they're available for about another month. I don't know when this gets posted, but... So, okay, you mentioned that if you're familiar with deck building games that you'll be able to pick it up and stuff like that. Just for, you know, as an exercise, right? Um, what other games would you necessarily compare it to? Because, I mean, deck building games, especially now, I feel like since COVID and, and the growth of kind of the hobbyist grade board games and stuff like that, there's been, you know, all kinds of different variations of yes. deck building games, right? I mean, you had... Dominion for the longest time being a long-standing one, and now you have things like the Hunger that that combine a deck builder with a board game, and, and, and right. uh, you know games like that, and Clank stuff like that. Yeah. And so, well, what is this more akin to? Yeah. To? So, so this is one of those things where uh, you know. So I teach game design. Also, I love like helping to inspire the next generation. Anybody that wants can see. We have a free podcast called Think Like a Game Designer. We do a course every year, and you can see that certain game mechanics become building blocks. So right. you mentioned Dominion as one of the, as the very first deck building game. Ascension was the second one, okay. right? And the main difference was we the, the, the center row, instead of it being something where you set out 16 different cards and that's yeah. fixed for the whole game, here you just shuffle the deck and deal out six cards and are ready to go. And so 
that when it was first came out was really new and innovative. But now you see things where it starts to combine, like you mentioned. So there's um, Clank and Tyrants of the Underdark and other games where you combine the deck building mechanics with some other kind of board or thing. So I think it, it, this is similar to those in that sense in that we take this, the exact same deck building mechanics as Ascension and then we layer on top of that a miniature strategy yeah. tactical game. And I was able to bring in my own experience from, I actually designed the World of Warcraft miniatures game many, many years ago. Okay. And so I had been living in a miniatures world for a very long time. And yeah. so so it's kind of, if you if you're, if any of those games sound appealing, that mesh match is great. And it's a game, the thing I like about Ascension Tactics is like, I couldn't have made that game 10 years ago, right? right. The, the deck building was too new, people were still getting used to it, understanding the basics. Now that that has become like a fundamental building block right. of games, yeah. now we're using it to build things like Ascension Tactics. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay, and then as far as Ascension proper, you were telling me that you guys have basically, you know, come back and given it a new coat of paint and kind of refreshed it. Yes. Um, which also seems to be a, a popular trend uh, these days. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that you said that, like, you know, you couldn't make that game back then because hobbyist level board games and stuff like that were still, I mean, it, it wasn't this giant convention, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and now being able to reintroduce it to, you mentioned, you know, people have been playing it since it first came out. And and then new people now. Like, yes. uh, what has that been like? What's the response been so far? Yeah, it's been incredible. I mean, honestly, it's like it, the nice thing about coming to a show like Gen Con for me, like we work all year round making the games and making games, you know, people have this idea that making games is just like fun and games. Yeah, and, it, right. you know, some of it is, but it's a lot of hard work, right? You're, I'm constantly focusing on these little details and trying to tweak things and trying to see what went wrong and try to get make sure the product is good and ships here in time. And then coming here, you get to see people react and people who love the games. I and mean, we've had people get married because of, they met other game of Ascension. We've had people who have gotten tattoos of our characters. Yeah. We've had, you know, like we, people that become the part of their lifestyle and they can come here and we can meet and talk and I'm signing games. And so it's, it's a super rewarding thing. It makes all of the hard years work worth it when I'm able to show it off and meet <laughs> right. with people. And so, and you know, and then I get opportunities to do even cool new things. Like, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Soul Forge Fusion and working with Richard Garfield, the guy that created Mads Together. I mean, my career started as a professional magic player. I was magic US national champion when I was 17. I traveled around the world playing magic and that's like what got me into this whole industry. Like my life would be totally different if not for him and now to get to work with him and make cool, even cool new stuff for the next generation is really, really awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so let's go ahead and let's, let's talk about Soulforge Fusion and what you guys are uh, bringing here. Yeah, so Soulforge Fusion, we actually, uh, previewed it at last year's Gen Con, but it wasn't released until uh, the end of last year, end of October last year, and it has the response has been amazing. So the basic Soulful Fusion is a hybrid deck game, which means every single deck is algorithmically generated to be one of a kind. There are no two decks are the same. You shuffle any two different decks together to play, and the cool mechanic of it, this kind of innovation of it, is that the uh, every time you play a card, that card levels up. So if you play the level one version of the card, you go grab the level two version, put it in your discard pile. Every three, you play the level two version, you go grab the level three version. Every three turns you shuffle your deck and that gives you access to your more powerful cards. So there's kind of a little element of deck building even though everybody has a unique deck different starting positions are never going to be the same. What's really cool is not only have we released an expansion to it called uh, the Battle for White Fang Pass which will be releasing in Europe next month but it's uh, available in the US now but we just are previewing here at Gen Con for the first time the app version of Soulforge Fusion. Now making an app for it is cool right but there's plenty of other games out there that have apps now right there's Magic has an online app everything but what Soulforge Fusion does that no no other game is doing right now is that 
your collection is a one-to-one -one correlation, which means if you buy a physical deck, there's a QR code on the deck that you can scan and add it to your online account. Right now, today, we let you play on Tabletop Simulator, but for those that sign up on our website, they'll have access within the next few months to get a beta opportunity to play it directly in the app. We're building a bunch of cool new features, including some like PVE campaign stuff and some really neat secret things. And so it's it's fulfilling the, the vision that we had, that Richard and I had for the game from the very beginning, where it really is a global community where you can play at your local store, where you can hang out with your friends around the kitchen table, or you can play online. We have tournaments will be organized through our Discord and be able to play and really connect in a way that hasn't really been possible before. So we're very excited about it. Hey guys, Rob here, popping in real quick. Unfortunately, at this point, my camera decided to take a little bit of a nap. And so the rest of the interview, the last two or three minutes or so, was unfortunately lost. Um, just to wrap up, Justin Gary was absolutely fantastic to interview. And you can go over to stoneblade.com to check out all the information on their products, such as Soulforge Fusion, Ascension Tactics, and Ascension the Deck Building Game. Uh, also there, I think he mentioned it in the interview earlier, you can sign up to be notified about Soulforge Fusion's digital companion app and be able to get access to early access to the beta and such. Again, just want to say thank you so much to Justin Gary for taking time out of his busy schedule at the convention and sitting down with me for um, 15, 20 minutes or so.